You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome to you if this is your first episode. Today, I'm very excited because I have an interview with a man named Mark Singh. Mark Singh from the Unapologetic Man podcast. He's awesome. He's a fellow podcaster. I really enjoy having fellow podcasters here on the podcast. It's really cool. I don't get to have a lot of fellow podcasters who do dating advice for men. There is only few of us out there. I was even saying this to Mark before we started. I said, it's really cool that I get to interview you and I'm going to be on his podcast in a few weeks as well. Just because if there's anyone out there giving dating advice to men, there's a few, but a lot of them are doing kind of a little bit of everything. There's a lot of lifestyle channels or kind of overall personal development where they talk about fitness and health and women and business and stuff like that. But there's very few of us who are just really focused and zoned in on dating advice for men. So we get to have one of those guys here on the podcast. Again, his name is Mark Singh with the Unapologetic Man podcast, which you can check out. And you're going to get a taste of what he's all about here today on the episode. We're going to specifically be talking about NLP. He is into and practices and preaches neuro-linguistic programming to help you with your limiting belief system. What is your limiting belief system? This is basically the thoughts that are completely holding you back from success. In fact, I was working with a client today where we were talking about that. He told me that he's got all these thoughts, which are his limiting beliefs, that stop him from approaching women. And we had to kind of dive into his brain there and remove those and replace them with the things that are going to help him approach women. And today, you're going to hear some really cool techniques and some strategies from Mark in order to destroy what I call your poisonous limiting belief system. We all have it. A lot of guys think the thoughts that are not moving them forward. They're either moving them backward or even worse, just keeping you nowhere. It's like you have all this potential. It's right there. It's right in front of you, but you're not doing with it because your thoughts are holding you back. It all starts in your brain. So that's what we're talking about on today's episode. Okay. A lot of this information, or I should say the destroying of limiting beliefs, I also talk about in my Hooked program. So I have a course called Hooked, which you can check out at getherhooked.com. And it's a full online video course, which teaches you how to approach women, how to destroy the limiting beliefs, and how to be the guy that's more attractive to women and understanding female psychology so you can tap into understanding what she's thinking so you know exactly how to get her attracted to you. It is possible. I teach it all in this system. And it's not so much just uh, you know learn some stuff and kind of move on, but it is actually going to coach you through it. So it's like a self-coaching program that teaches you how to go out and meet women and make this part of your life. So this program that I've created helps you get results. And if you don't have it, you're doing yourself a disservice because you need this. These podcasts are amazing. I love every single one of them. That's why I do it. But sometimes you need a little bit more organization. You need a 
system that you can take from beginning to end so you don't have to piece together a bunch of stuff. So I would highly recommend that you check out this system called Hooked at getterhooked.com. And then of course, the podcasts are great because the system in the Hooked program is going to teach you what to do to go out there and meet women. You're going to have all these experiences and then you can also come back to the podcast and you can dive into some specific stuff, which is what I do on all these episodes. So check it out, getterhooked.com, and you will learn how to get a hold of that so you can start getting more results in your dating life. Okay, so check that out. All right, let's dive into it. Here is my interview with Mark Singh. We're talking about some cool stuff. Get ready, strap in, get ready to take some notes. Here it is. What's up, Mark? It's good to have you on the podcast. Appreciate it, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's great. You got an awesome podcast yourself. And how long have you been doing it for? I've been doing the podcast for about two years. Initially, it started with my buddy, John, and he kind of got demotivated, wasn't really into it. So I decided to pick it up myself. So the first like 30 or 40 episodes are me and him. And then suddenly it just goes to me. And it's been really successful, been having really good results with it. So I do three a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, it's funny because I also had a podcast before the How to Talk to Girls podcast, which was called Dudes Talking About Chicks. And I did that in 2009 is when I started it. Only did it for a couple years though, because my partner was not motivated. So mm. he was into it for a little bit and then he wasn't into it. And then we just ended the podcast. So... Similar background. I'm curious for the guys who don't know who you are, maybe you can tell us a little bit about you know what you teach guys, how you got into this, and do you consider yourself a coach? Do you call yourself a coach or yeah, yeah, I do. So I run the Unapologetic Man podcast. And if you can spell unapologetic, then you have every right to the gold that I drop on that podcast. But I initially got into this for similar reasons that most guys get into it cheated on by my first love, uh, heard her having sex with a guy in her dorm room, didn't know what the hell I did wrong. I thought I was the best boyfriend ever, treated her like gold, realized all the beta cuck things that I was doing, got into this back in like probably 99 or 2000 where Mystery Method, Real Social Dynamics and Double Your Dating were the big ones. And then just kind of one thing led to the next. Then I went to Japan, was a translator in Japan. And I had an experience on stage where I had a panic attack and really struggled for a couple of years after that with agoraphobia, panic attacks, anxiety. And then I found what's called NLP. And NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. Hired an NLP coach and he was able to help me overcome my anxiety to the point where not only could I do public speaking again, go outside again, be confident again, but then I really got into this pickup thing really heavily, and then kind of got into NLP myself. The two merged beautifully together because as most of your audience knows, you know, your beliefs are dictated in your body language and your mannerisms to which women get attracted to you. And now what I do is basically NLP mixed with a dating coach to not only teach the guys the tactics and what to say and what to do, but also the inside stuff because the inside affects the outside as does the outside affect the inside. They work together to get guys, you know, better results with women. Yeah, yeah, cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I I know all about NLP, but I've never been certified in it, so I never went that far. So tell us more, like, 
benefits of, of, of NLP or neuro-linguistic programming. Tell us about that. Yeah. So when you're born, you're basically exposed to a bevy of what we call meta programs. And meta programs are essentially like computer programs running in the background that dictate how you behave, the things you believe, the kinds of actions that you do. And most of the time, we're given programs that aren't conducive to success. Not only success with women, but success in life. And they're often given to us inadvertently by our parents, by siblings, by teachers and coaches before we can defend ourselves. You know, we're too young to say, well, I don't want this belief. Instead, I'll choose that belief over there. And this is why we get scarcity mindsets with money, you know, low value beliefs when it comes to women, I'm not enough, things like this. So these are literally installed in us again before we can defend ourselves. So now we're working with an old, outdated computer program going through our lives and wondering why we're not getting the success that we think we should be getting, particularly success with women, because women's attraction is based on what's going on inside your head. If you have low value belief systems, if you have self-defeating meta programs, women are designed to pick up on that. And then they're like, no, 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 I'm not attracted to him. And this is why you can have a friend who does really well with women. The guy looks almost exactly like you, almost similar in every way, but suddenly he's pulling all the girls and you're not. Well, it could be something going on inside your head. So what we do with NLP is through visualizations, we put the client in a mild state of hypnosis. We basically remove that belief system and replace it with the belief system that's more conducive to success, more conducive to attracting women. And, and frankly, more conducive to just feeling like yourself. You know, oftentimes when I work with guys for a while, they tell me, man, I feel more like myself than I ever have in my life. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because you were given other people's BS. And now that you've chosen your true inherent self-esteem that you were born with, you feel more like yourself. And when, as you know, Trip, you know, when you're yourself, when you're genuine, that's when women really get attracted to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want to dive even deeper into some of that stuff because I work with a lot of clients on these limiting beliefs, the false beliefs. So what are some of the beliefs that you hear all the time? Or the What did you say? Low value beliefs? What was it? Yeah. Like low value beliefs, low yeah, value, low value beliefs. Yeah. What do, you, it, what do you hear from guys? So typically, I'm not enough is a really big one. Approaching women is wrong. Being sexual is wrong. I'm not good enough for a hot girl. These kinds of things that basically were given to you through your experiences of life. You know, Even let's say you're three years old and a girl just rejects you in a very, very subtle way. You can take on that belief system. Oh, you know, obviously, I'm not good enough to talk to little Sarah. And then that's like implanted in you. And now you're 33 years old and you're getting the same results because you have this like belief system that isn't even true. It's a freaking myth. It's, a, it's an illusion. So what we do is we, we show that to you. Hey, bro, like this was given to you before you could defend yourself, before you understood how important your belief systems are. And now you're just repeating it over and over again. And that's why guys tend to get the same results over and over again. I liken it to having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. One part of you wants to go approach her, but another part of you is like, no, 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 because I don't want that same thing to happen to me, which happened to me when I was you know, three years old or whatever it was. And when we remove it, when we show you, bro, like you're not that three-year-old kid anymore. Like You're not 
your belief systems that were given to you, you're actually a champion who has amazing potential, but we need to fix the mechanism, right? It, tactics are great. I love them. I teach them. I'm all about them. But in my opinion, fixing the mechanism at the same time is equally, if not more important. So how do you do that? So it's through these processes. So essentially, you and I would get on the phone together. We would dig deep to figure out what this limiting belief system would be. So let's say, for example, it's the I'm not enough. Then what we do is we walk you through a guided visualization is really what it is. So I put you in a relaxed state. And then I basically tell you to imagine certain things. And as you're imagining them, we're actually using language to get down into the programming. This is like HTML behind the curtain kind of stuff that I do embedded commands, certain suggestions, certain visualizations that allow you to release the program. And then what we do is we go in and we replace it. We decide together, okay, what do you think would be a better program, right? So for the example, I'm not enough. Well, clearly I am enough is a better program then what we do is we go in and we install that. And it's amazing because this is the reason I became a coach is you literally cannot feel the same way you felt after a session. And I used to have massive problems with anxiety. I had a panic attack on stage in Japan. And I hired an NLP coach because I couldn't find any other option. And we did one session together, the trauma process, which is a process that I do for my clients. And the anxiety was gone just that fast. And I was like, whoa, this, there's really something to this. So that's when I trained to become an NLP coach. Now, I would love to, during this podcast, give them some tactical things they can use in the here and now to start changing their belief systems. They don't necessarily have to sign up for a session with me. If we have time to do that, I'd definitely like to offer some tips on how you could do that. Cool. Let's hear them. Okay, cool. So... First, you have to realize that all beliefs are illusions, right? Even the good beliefs. So there's no empirical evidence to prove that I am a champion. There's no empirical evidence to prove that I'm a loser. But what is real is the result that comes from it. So whatever you believe, whether it's good things about yourself or bad things about yourself, essentially, they're both illusions. But the results are real. So why not choose belief systems that are going to get you the results that you want? So obviously, when it comes to women, believing that you're worth something, believing that you have a lot to offer, believing that you're a quote-unquote a champion is going to get you the result that you want. So that's probably the belief system that you should choose. Well, in knowing that all beliefs are illusions, awareness alone is curative. That's one of the things we say. Awareness alone is curative. And as quick as you picked it up, you can drop it. So if you're like many guys where you believe like I'm an idiot, I'm no good, or because of my ethnicity, I'm not attractive, because of my height, I'm not attractive, or whatever quote unquote excuse you're making to warrant the results that you're getting, what I suggest to you is to be open to the fact that you can just drop it. How do you drop it? The same way you drop a sack of potatoes. You just choose to drop it. Now, obviously, NLP is more of an intrusive ceremony where we help you drop them. But you guys, I want to give you the knowledge that you can drop something just that quick by deciding to drop it. 
and replace it with a better belief system. So if you think I'm not enough, well, get rid of it. Say, nope, I'm not going to believe that anymore. I'm not going to allow myself to think that. And anytime I have thoughts that come in that back up that belief I'm not enough, I'm going to say, no, no, no. And one good thing to do is to say, erase that and replace it with a different one. So like, man, I'm an idiot, man. Jessica didn't, you know, she didn't return my text today. I must be, I'm such a loser. You say, no, 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 no. Erase that. Jessica has her life going on. She has her issues. There's a myriad of circumstances I can't predict about Jessica that are playing a role. So I'm not going to choose to believe that. I choose to believe that I'm worth it. And if she doesn't recognize it, that's her issue. So once again, first deciding awareness alone is curative. I'm not going to let myself think these negative thoughts. I'm going to drop these belief systems by choice and take on more positive belief systems such as, you know what? I have a lot to offer. I am a champion. I am a good guy who is working on himself. I mean, you guys are listening here, you know, 12 minutes into this. You're no slouch. Like you definitely want to improve yourself. And that's where you should base your self-esteem on. You should base your self-esteem on the fact that you're putting out the effort, not the result. You can't control the result. So I have this thing in my coaching, be your own hero. How can you be your own hero? It's when every day you give the best effort, you try your best, and you let go of results. So in the process of changing your belief systems, yeah, there's intrusive things we can do with NLP that are admittedly more powerful and quicker. But if you guys you know, just want to work on this yourself, the number one thing you can do is just catch your thoughts, control them, drop them, say they're freaking illusions. Why am I buying into what my dad told me when I was three years old? Why am I doing that? Why am I taking on his BS that his dad gave him? No, no, no. I'm choosing my new belief system and this is it. And then you stick to it with discipline. And you tell yourself over and over again, this is what I'm choosing to believe. And with time and work, it will start to stick. And then your reality will reflect that new belief system. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. It's, it's, I like how you said that earlier on when you were describing this is that we don't have that empirical evidence or data mm. you know, for the things that we believe, but we just choose to believe them. I mean, isn't that crazy? They're just so wired into our thinking, yeah. you know, that it just, it's, it's so hard to get those out. And you're saying through this process, you can help that. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a lot like a, let's say you're trying to park your car in a parking space. There's already a car in there. You know, this is the thing about affirmations. A lot of people say, just tell yourself over and over again, you're a champion. Yeah, it works to an effect, but it's kind of like trying to ram your car into a parking space where there's already a car there. It, it's kind of hard to get your car in there. I mean, with enough ramming, you can get it out and get the new one in. But the cool thing about NLP and why I love it so much is like that car that's in the parking space, we simply remove it. It disappears. Poof, it's gone. And then we can easily put in a new belief system. But for like, you guys, yeah, that's, you had the car that's there yeah. is the car that is the limiting belief. So right. you're saying the affirmation of like, I'm a winner, I'm a winner. You know, girls like me, girls like me you still have the other belief there. Yes. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yes, yes, exactly. But you know, if you ram it enough times, it'll eventually get removed. But by doing the NLP processes, it removes it that much faster where you can replace it with that new belief system, I am a winner. So th that's the problem with affirmations, right? People say, man, I tried affirmations for years and they just don't really work. 
probably because you have a very ensconced tank right in that parking spot that's hard to remove. And, and some people's programming is deeper than others. So it, it really depends on the person. But oftentimes, what I find through my clients, if they feel like they have one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake, they keep getting the same results over and over again, then it usually is some deeper metaprogramming that we have to get very intrusive with. And to use an analogy, it's like surgically removing it from their brain. Right. Right. Exactly. And then so besides just going through the process of this process that you have here, is there anything that they do in, let's say, the in real life that helps them also? Like, Meaning, like, is there any other actions that they take beyond just this process? Yeah. So one of the things too that I'm big on in my coaching is masculinity versus femininity. And my podcast, the Unapologetic Man podcast, is really focused on being an unapologetic man who is highly in his masculine energy. Now in NLP, we have the process that you have two different energies within you. You have masculine energy and you have feminine energy. Well, in today's world, we've been so feminized as men that oftentimes that feminine energy takes over in our life. Now, masculine energy is a towards energy. It goes towards your goals. It's solution-oriented. It's looking forward rather than backwards. Feminine energy is an away-from energy. And it's looking behind you saying, oh, this could go wrong, that could go wrong. It's kind of like looking in the rearview mirror, looking for accidents rather than looking out the windshield and looking where you're going. So oftentimes where guys get mistaken is they're too much in their feminine energy. They're thinking about all the time what could go wrong. What if she rejects me? What if it goes bad? What if I get laughed at by other people, which is a big programming that a lot of guys have. I don't want other people to see me get rejected and I'm a laughing stock. They're constantly thinking about what's going wrong. So one of the things we can do in our day-to-day life is get more into our masculine energy. What could go right? This could be your dream girl. It could be the best conversation you ever have. This could be your future wife right there. And you're not going to go approach her because you're scared. You're scared of a woman saying no to you. Man, you're heavily in your feminine energy when we're dealing with approach anxiety. And bro, I'm not judging you. Like I used to be deep, deep in that energy. But when we get into a towards mentality, what could go right? How could I fix this? Why should I do it? And once again, going back to the be your own hero thing, it doesn't matter how she responds to you. It's the fact that you had the guts to go approach her that you should be proud of. And that's a masculine viewpoint that your validation comes from within yourself. That as a masculine man, you are looking at your own actions. You are rewarding yourself for the effort, not the results. And that comes from within you. Whereas when you're in a feminine energy, you're looking for validation from others. That's why women get all pretty and look for likes on Instagram is because that's a feminine energy to look for other people to validate you. So when you're afraid of rejection, what you're really afraid of is not getting validated. So in NLP, we get you heavy into your masculine energy so that you see her, you just go approach her because you think about all the things that could go right You base your feelings of self-worth on the fact that you have the courage to go talk to her. It doesn't matter what she says because there's a myriad of circumstances in her life you can't control. She could have a boyfriend. She could like Asian guys and you're a white guy. She could 
fill in the blank. So because of that, when we go into that highly masculine state, it allows us to overcome a lot of these limiting um, situations that we have in our life that prevent us from getting success with women. And that's a big part of NLP too, is getting you into the right energy. You're like a carburetor who's designed to run on a certain amount of gas and air, and you're running too lean. There's just too much air going in, too much femininity, and you're not running correctly. So obviously, you're going to feel off. You're going to feel lethargic. You're not going to feel like yourself. So part of my coaching is getting you into the right calibration, removing the beliefs. But what you guys can do right now is think to yourself, man, am I in a feminine or masculine energy? Well, if I'm in a feminine energy, let's do things to get into masculine energy. Get myself pumped up. Listen to music. One thing you can do is raise your hands up in the air in a victory pose and hold that for two minutes. And that actually raises your testosterone by 19%. Breathe slowly. Breathe confidently. Have your shoulders back, your chin up. Have a smirk on your face. Walk like a silverback gorilla. Get your body language opened up. These are going to bring more testosterone into your life. It's going to put you in a masculine mindset. Then suddenly the fear of being rejected, the fear of women, the the fear of things going wrong will reduce significantly because you're highly in your masculine energy. Cool. That's awesome. I love it too. Really cool practical stuff that guys can do right now to, to start entering that mindset or that vibe, so to speak. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm curious... Over the course of, of doing some of the work that you've done, what do you think has been the most powerful for you? Like, What has been the most life-changing aspect of it for you in your life, if you had mm. to pick one? You know, just helping guys become the best version of themselves as kind of contrived and cheesy as that sounds. I feel like that's my purpose here is to help guys do that just like you. And I was listening to some of your podcast episodes before you and I jumped on today. And I loved how you said that, you know, you're here to better the world. And that and that's what I think for me too. I think there's been a big influx of um, femininity coming into men's lives. I think that masculinity has been villainized in many ways. And I think that it's really important, just like that carburetor reference, we're designed to run on masculinity. And when we're not tuned correctly, we feel unhappy, we feel lethargic. And there's a lot of guys who suffer tremendously, a lot of depression, suicidal tendencies, big time issues with women. And and masculinity and femininity is hugely important to attraction, by the way. And so I feel like the most rewarding part for me, and I think this is true for you too, is just even changing one guy's life you know, a year to me is so rewarding. And, and in our position trip, we get to change guys' lives every day. And doing that, I feel like that's my purpose. I've always felt that was my purpose. I was a Japanese translator for a number of years and I just felt off. It wasn't me. And so when I fully stepped into being a coach, helping guys, genuinely wanting to help guys, not just trying to make a buck, but like genuine, like, bro, I really want to freaking help you. Uh, what's what's going on? Let's do this. Let's kick some ass on this call. Let's get this done. That's definitely the most rewarding thing. Well, wouldn't you say that's true for you too? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's funny because, and I'm not judging here. I'm really not. But I just look at what people I know do for their work, and I just think like, how you know, what motivates you? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 
what's motivating you to you know work in I don't know whatever industry it is because on my end I, I mean it's motivational every single day because you're changing lives you know I mean a lot of jobs and you can be indirectly doing that depending on what you're working on but I mean to really actually impact someone's life directly is uh there's nothing like it yeah I mean absolutely there's just there's just nothing like it so so yeah I mean it's been quite the journey and and it just you know it, it, I see myself in in any guy that I work with or or any guy that you know leaves a comment somewhere and and or asks a question for the podcast or for the YouTube channel and that's where my soft spot is, is because that's, and it sounds like that's for you too. It's like, you know, we were both in that situation. You know, it's not like, I mean, I don't know, I can't really speak for you exactly because I don't know your whole history, but I wasn't super, you know, masculine dude, alpha dude when I was younger and understanding any of that stuff. And now I can teach guys because that's who I was. But I went through the transformation of becoming the guy that I wanted to be. And in a sense, I think that's even better because that just proves that other people can do it too, mm. you know. And I, so was that how it was for you too? It sounds like it from what you said in the beginning of the episode here. Yeah, and you know, I believe we're born with perfect self-esteem, and through life's calamities and travails, that self-esteem gets covered up, and once again, the bad programming. So I just feel more like myself than I ever have by doing this. And and many people might be listening, they're thinking, well, I am in that shitty job and I'm not really doing what I want to do. And I don't feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose. And my advice always to them is this, just speaking from experience, I'm 43 years old. Sometimes what you're doing now is actually working up to your bigger purpose. So when I was a Japanese translator, certainly that wasn't my bigger purpose, but it was a component of doing this right here because it was public speaking. It was having to endure tons of social pressure, which is really important with attracting women and also being a coach and going on a podcast like this one too. And so maybe what you're doing now isn't the end-all be-all purpose that you have, but it could be working up and it probably is working up into your higher purpose. I mean, I used to be a copywriter. I used to own a press release company. And I was also, like I said, a translator. All those things have worked so well into my business today. And who knows where I'll be you know, 20 years from now. I hope to do self-development for the rest of my life because I think that we need guys to stick in it longer rather than just you know, dipping their foot in the pool and then quitting. But maybe I won't be. And maybe this is going to an even higher purpose than that. So while I feel completely congruent with where I am, I also honor the times that I didn't feel congruent with who I am because I needed to go through that in order to be congruent in a way. It's almost like you have to be broken before you can be fixed. And so if you guys are feeling like you're not congruent, well, I would urge you to be open to the fact that, well, this is working into me in the future and this is necessary. So I'm going to honor it, give my best effort so that I can be my own hero every night when I go to bed. And and then, you know, eventually that purpose, that full purpose will reveal itself to me when it's ready. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, listen, if guys, you know, they want to work with you and they want to, you know, see what you're all about, where can they find you and and how can they do that? Yeah, I appreciate that. So 
I would never suggest that they jump into my coaching without getting a really good understanding of who I am and what I'm about. So I would think listening to my podcast would be probably the best move, especially since they're listening to a podcast right now. It's called the Unapologetic Man Podcast with Mark Singh, M-A-R-K-S-I-N-G. Or if you want to check out my website, you can do so, coachmarksing.com. I explain a little bit about my past. There's some blogs on there, also links to the podcast if you want to check it out. And also some of my coaching testimonials on there. I have a ton of really great testimonials. But once again, you know, I suggest you just kind of get to know me first, check out my content. I really try to deliver the goods on my podcast episodes. They're quick 20-minute episodes. Just like Trip, you know, I'm here to do my best, give you guys the best of everything that I have. And just like Trip as well, I have a genuine purpose to better men, you know, so that we can better the world. Awesome. That is awesome. Mark, it's great to have a fellow dating coach podcaster here on this podcast. I do interview lots of different people, but it is very rare I get to do that with someone who teaches something similar and does have a podcast that teaches very similar things. I know we go about it in different ways, but like I've said, there is multiple ways to to solve these issues here. And Mark, I like what you're doing. So guys, check him out. The show notes will have links to his podcast so you can listen to him and see if you gel with uh, what he's doing there. So Mark, thanks so much for being on the podcast. I'm definitely sure we will have you again in the future and we'll dive into another topic. But it was cool to get a little bit of an introduction to NLP and the whole idea of using that to destroy the limiting belief system that guys hold. So thanks so much. Really appreciate you having me on trip. Thank you again.